Welcome to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome to The Good Life, encouraging you with inspirational stories to share with family and friends through perspectives of hope in Jesus Christ. Our show in New England is an extension of a program that I did for many years in Hawaii. Today, we reach back into the vault, and I've got a special one for you. Open your heart. Hear what the Lord has to say to you today. How does God lead a professor, church planter, senior pastor, and district superintendent to a life of volunteer service for a floating hospital. This is the story of Bob Cook. We pause here at the beginning of our show, as we typically do, to remind you, dear friend, the reason we have the Good Life radio program, well, it's simple. It's to lead you closer and closer to Jesus Christ. No matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through right now, no matter how tough things may seem to be, you might even feel like your back is against the wall. Well, we're here, sent by God, to remind you that there is always hope in Jesus. In Jesus who loves you so much, he died on the cross for your sins. He shed his precious blood on that cross to wash your sins away. He was buried, yes, but three days later, he rose again from the grave. And today, the resurrected Christ, who has touched the heart and life of Bob Cook, is reaching out to you. Will you turn to Jesus? I mean, will you turn from your way to God's way? Just as you are, just in your moment right now, in, in the difficulty, in the struggle, in the sin, would you turn to Jesus and repent and follow God's way? Put your life in God's hands. That's our prayer, dear one. That's our prayer indeed. Bob Cook brings awareness, recruits volunteers, and raises funds for mercy ships. He was formerly a district superintendent with the Assemblies of God. He's been in full-time ministry since 1970, along with his wife, Sherilyn. He and his wife were youth pastors and oversaw the youth department in Colorado and Utah for the Assemblies of God. He was a professor at Bethany College in California. They've been senior pastors and church planters. He's been the president of Alliance of Assemblies of God Higher Education and lead pastor of Victory Life Church in Grand Junction, Colorado. He's married, as I said, to Sherilyn for over 51 years. They have three children and nine grandchildren, uh, a rich life. Bob Cook, welcome to our show. Thank you, Denny. It is just such an honor to be here with you today. God bless you, brother. 
Bob, where did you grow up? Interestingly, Danny, I grew up in the same area of western Colorado where the founders of Mercy Ships grew up. And it's interesting that their story sort of parallels paralleled ours, and now we've come back to work with them decades later. But we grew up in western Colorado, and uh, that's where all of my elementary, junior high, and high school years were spent. So uh, my wife, uh, Sherilyn, grew up in that area also. We attended the same church, and uh, so we're western Colorado people, currently, though, living in Missouri. Who would you say, Bob? influenced you most in your growing up years? Yeah, that's a great question. Danny, without a doubt, my parents influenced me a great deal. I was very privileged, Danny, to grow up in a home where my mom and dad loved Jesus and they had a strong marriage. My parents were both born and raised in India. My father was the son of missionary uh, parents down in South India, and my mother was raised in North India. And uh, then they both came to the United States uh, in their 20s or so and met when they were in the United States. And and uh, then, you know, I came along and my brother and sister came along. And so I was I was always raised in a in a strong Christian home. My mom and dad, that uh, they walked the walk as well as talked the talk. And so they deeply influenced my life, but also, Danny, I was very fortunate. I look back on it, and I was so fortunate to be part of a healthy local church where we were uh, part of there, and there were some excellent role models for me, not only my peer group, but there were some other adults. I remember distinctly one of the men in the church was, was a coach at the high school very well-respected coach, a wrestling coach, and uh, he he really had an influence on me. Just was such a good model of a of a man who was a strong believer, but also connected well with with everyone. He was well respected in the community, and there were others, Danny. That that I, I was. I look back on it, and Danny, I was so blessed to have. Um, people in my church and, of course, in my family. My mom and dad loved the Lord, and, and they were the real deal. And uh, so th- they were the ones that really influenced me the most, but I'm thankful for the others in our church that really helped mold me and shape me. There, There is a great cloud of witnesses, Bob. <laughs> yes. Uh, raising, yes. Raising their arms and cheering and in honor to God for what he has done uh, and what Amen. he has used Amen. them to do in your life. What was the name of your uh, your wrestling coach that so impacted you? Yeah, his name was Carl Cox, C-O-X. And in fact, Don and Dion Stevens, the founders of Mercy Ship, who were also part of that church way back, and we can get into that story in, in a little bit, but they, they knew uh, Coach Cox. He was just an amazing man, and it's still... Uh, his name is revered today. You know, there's things in the high school, all of his uh, exploits of his uh, teams that won state wrestling titles and all of that. So, yeah, and he, and he was a, a man who died of a heart attack when he was still in his either late 40s or early 50s that really 
really shocked everyone. But what a what a wonderful Christian brother that uh, impacted so many young lives for the kingdom. And look at the the legacy, the impact going yeah. forward. <laughs> Uh, I've had the privilege of hearing you speak, Bob, and uh, you exude a love for the Lord, uh, a love for the proclamation of the gospel, and a love for the people who who receive the gospel. Describe your relationship. Uh, You touched on it a bit a moment ago. Your relationship with the founders of mercy ships yes um it's a it's a very unique story in many ways it's almost like danny we've come full circle don stevens met the young lady named dion green at a church youth camp not far from grand junction now don grew up in olathe colorado which is about 50 miles south of grand junction he grew up in a potato farming area his mom and dad owned a little grocery store in this little town of Olathe. So Don graduates from high school in 1963. He's five years older than I am. I graduated in 68. Don comes northward to Grand Junction. He had already met Dion, who was Dion Green at the time. And um, so when Don gets there to go to the junior college that was there, he began attending what was then called First Assembly of God. Now it's Victory Life Church. And um, interestingly, in the summer of 1964, Don and Dion signed up to be part of a uh, young adult missions trip to the Bahamas. And Danny, I still remember, I was 14 years old, and I have this memory of about 10 or 11 of our young adults. I think Don at that time was 19. Dion was 18 or 19. And they, these, this group of young people stood in front of our church and we prayed over them and they went off to the Bahamas. And it was at that missions trip. It's, it's a long story, but Don shares it in his book called Ships of Mercy that talks about how mercy ship started. It was on that missions trip Danny, that that God really birthed this vision into Don's heart, and also in Lauren Cunningham's heart, the, the leader of Youth with a Mission, uh, about one day uh, having a hospital ship that would be filled with doctors and nurses that could provide help and healing to, to people. Because interestingly, what occurred on that trip, Danny, is that uh, Toward the end of the trip, Hurricane Cleo came into the Bahamas and pretty well wiped out all of their nicely orchestrated itineration that they had planned. And they they spent the last two weeks just trying to get out of the wind and rain, trying to save their lives. And um, that's when Don really felt the Lord speak into his heart about hospital ships. So he comes back to, to Grand Junction, and of course, um, he heads off to a small Christian college in Santa Cruz, California, which, ironically, I attended some years later. But we've always been connected relationally with with the Stevens family and the Green family, always loved mercy ships and churches that we um, led, always were 
were supportive of mercy ships. So we've known Don and Dion from the very beginning, and their families were always strong parts of our families, the Cook family and my wife's family, the Harris family. So we all knew each other. And uh, then years later, uh, we, we come back around to where we're, we're helping mercy ships in our late 60s and early 70s. It, it really is remarkable how it's, it's been full circle. Well, look, at, that's it. That's it. You just said what I was thinking. Uh, the, the, the way the Lord has brought you all back and, and still through it all, the continuity of the relationship. The rootedness, yes. the groundedness yes. of families. There are yes. certain things that happen. I mean, we could say a few things as we go to break uh, about the things that we say and the things that we don't say. The things that yeah. we don't say because uh, we don't have to say it because relationships <laughs> are so deep. They are intuitive. Yes. You know yes. Uh, just by the circumstance. You know just by the experiences that you shared together. And the collective yes, yes. measure of what you have uh, with the Stevens, Don and Dion Stevens and your families, and how you talk about the, the assemblies of God, I, I can just see the, and feel uh, the, the, the depth of richness of the grace of God. And when we come back, well, Bob Cook, we've got to talk about the miracles that the Lord has done in bringing forth mercy ships, the outreach, even the statistics of how many are being reached in such a marvelous way. Stay with us. We'll be back with Bob Cook. Wandering the road of desperate life, aimlessly beneath the barren sky, leave it to me, i lead you home. Jeremiah 33.3 says, Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and unsearchable things you do not know. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a program that was born out of prayer. The Spirit of Christ guides us through prayer, empowers us through prayer, and provides for us through prayer. There are mighty things that the Lord is doing in the Northeast, across the United States, and around the world. Would you like to be a part of God's work through The Good Life with Dr. Danny? Visit drdanny.live. Dr. Danny invites you to join his prayer team. Each month, you will receive a letter updating you on some of the behind-the-scenes developments, prayer requests, along with a devotional that Dr. Danny writes to encourage you in the Lord Jesus Christ. Join the prayer team today and make an eternal difference in people's lives. Visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. with Danny Yamashiro. The Good Life Hawaii radio show is a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries, a division of Jesus Christ is Calling You. Contact Danny on Facebook and Twitter or visit him at www.thegoodlifehawaii.org. Now, let's rejoin Danny and his special guest. All right, I want you to get this, this, uh, this web address down, mercyships.org mercyships.org you're going to want to know that you're going to want to memorize that because this is where you're going to go for more information because of the way the lord i believe the way the lord is going to be moving and working and stirring you up 
in your heart. Mercyships.org. Well, it happened in the middle of a storm. What do you say about that? In the middle of a storm, the vision for Mercy Ships was given to Don Stevens. Mercy Ships was established in 1978 by Don and Dion Stevens. Mercy Ships follow the model of Jesus to bring hope and healing to some of the forgotten poor, especially those in the continent of Africa, by using floating hospital ships. Bob Cook joins us from Mercy Ships today. Bob, when did you and Sherilyn meet? Oh, we we grew up in, in church together, Danny. Uh, her family was part of First Assembly, as was mine, and way, 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 way back in 1966, there was a Valentine's banquet at our church, and it was the social event of the year, and everybody had to have a date, and man, I was a very, very mature sophomore in high school, ha-ha, <laughs> and I thought, who can I take? And I thought, I'll take my friend's sister. Her name is Sherilyn. I know who she is, and uh, she was 13 years old, Danny. Actually, it was uh, two days before her 14th birthday, and so <laughs> we, we went to this banquet. I wasn't old enough to drive. But, uh, man, that started something in both of our lives. We were uh, high school sweethearts, and, uh, you know, four years later, we, we were married. Uh, way too young to get married. Our wedding pictures frighten us. But, uh, hey, we love Jesus. We love each other. And quite honestly, we came from good stock, and, and <laughs> the Lord was with us. So we were just church kids that, you know, held hands in church uh, on Sunday morning and Sunday night and We've been together ever since. Well, I've seen a picture of you and your your growing family, uh, your kids and your grandkids. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Now we're blessed. What were you doing when God called you to mercy ships in the way that you're serving today? Yeah. It, boy, I look back on it, Danny, and it is remarkable. I had just. Uh, semi-retired as the lead pastor of what is now Victory Life Church. We went back uh, 10 years ago to become the lead pastors. The church had gone through some difficult days, and so we came in and helped. uh, The Lord used us to help bring some stability, but we stepped back. I, I hit the age of 67, and I just felt my energies were ebbing just a little bit. My creative um you know, senior leadership energies were ebbing. And so we stepped back from that. My son ended up becoming elected to be the pastor. And we we stayed on there just sort of unofficially, in many ways, helping uh, wherever we could. But it just so happened, all part of God's design, but it just so happened that we heard about a banquet in Grand Junction where Don and Dion Stevens were coming back to town and they just wanted to meet with friends about mercy ships. And I was taking a little sabbatical. The church had granted us some time off. And, and I remember Sherilyn and I saw this, this note, and we thought, let's go to this banquet. And Danny, at that banquet, so that would have been September of 2017, we get to see Don and Dion, but we also hear about the Global Mercy, the new ship that was just beginning to be built. It was, I think at that time it was still in the planning stages. And so 
extraordinarily, it it just led one thing led to another. It, we look back, and it was the hand of God that was orchestrating things. That almost right after we step back from senior pastoring, we find out that uh, you know there weren't a lot of people around across the United States specifically going to churches sharing about opportunities for people to serve on mercy ships. And so, in effect, we went to mercy ships and we said, hey, if you want us to, we're we're a couple of older folks here, but we sure know Don and Dion, and we, we've been part of mercy ships, you know, relationships for decades. Hey, we'll just start going to churches, especially churches we know in Colorado and Utah, and we'll help spread the word. And so um, the mercy ships uh, leaders, um, decided, hey, you know, they may have thought, hey, they probably can't hurt us, so let's give them a shot. So so we began traveling a couple Sundays a month just to various churches. So that's how it all happened, Danny. That's a long answer to your short question. But since that time, we've just been going all over, well, mostly Colorado and Utah, but now we're, we're going, um, you know, all over the place, all over America, speaking in churches on behalf of Mercy Ships. What are the mission and vision of Mercy Ships? Yeah, it it really is fairly simple, Danny. It's to provide world-class medical, surgical, and dental care to some of the, the poorest nations in Africa. For the last 30 years, we've been focused solely on Africa, and, and we want to provide medical care to people who, who otherwise would have no access to uh, medical care. It is astounding um, in Africa, you know, the stats are that 93% of the people who live in sub-Saharan Africa do not have adequate access to health care. I was sharing at a convention recently, take the nation of Senegal, where our ship is now. Uh, For every 100,000 people, in Senegal, there are only seven doctors. You compare that to the United States, for every 100,000 people in the U.S., there are approximately 270 doctors. And dentists, for every 100,000 people in Senegal, there's only one dentist. If you can kind of get your head around that. And so um, we are we are simply going to places, to nations, to, to cities, to ports, where where people need to have life-transforming procedures and surgeries done, and we do it all in the name of Jesus, and we do it all free of charge. We don't charge anything for uh, people coming on board the ship. So that's the mission and the vision. We want to do this as long as we possibly can until Jesus comes, or uh, that's what we want to do. Someone might ask... Why use ships? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a great question. Uh, two reasons. One is efficiency. We can bring everything that we need to the port. Um, so it's all it's all in one. Second is accessibility. In Africa, the stats are um, that that fifty percent of the people live within 100 miles of a, of, a, of, a, of the coast. And so uh, there's just accessibility and also efficiency. That's why we use ships. 
when we come back, Bob, we've got to talk about, I want you to share about the, the dimensions of these ships. We're going to talk yep. about Africa mercy, but of course you mentioned global mercy uh, and yeah. how astonishing it is. Uh, the, yes. This whole story of global mercy and, and the anticipation yep. of what God is 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 preparing to do and is really on the yes. threshold of doing. So, yep. and uh, I've got some up to date stats, Danny, on on what has happened over the last four to five weeks since we've been back in Dakar. So I'm excited to share some of those things. Okay, you're listening to Bob Cook of Mercy Ships. He brings awareness recruits volunteers and raises funds for mercy ships now can you imagine how many doctors and nurses dentists how many surgeons are needed what about the crew what about cooks what about teachers i i hear they they even have a school on the ship volunteers that are making a difference in people's lives. You can find out more at mercyships.org. Again, mercyships.org. Wandering the road of desperate life Aimlessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me I lead you home What can we learn about evangelism? Danny Yamashiro here. Rebecca Manley Pipper wrote in her book, Out of the Salt Shaker and Into the World. I once asked a woman if she felt comfortable about evangelism. Oh yes, she responded. I do it twice a week. Somehow it sounded more like taking multiple vitamins. Evangelism isn't just something you do out there and then get back to normal living. Evangelism involves taking people seriously, getting across to their island of concerns and needs, and then sharing Christ as Lord in the context of our natural living situations. For more inspiration on evangelism, go to drdanny.live. to The Good Life with Danny Yamashiro. The Good Life Hawaii radio show is a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries, a division of Jesus Christ is Calling You. Contact Danny on Facebook and Twitter or visit him at www.thegoodlifehawaii.org. Now, let's rejoin Danny and his special guest. Danny Yamashiro here. Thank you so much for being with us today. I'm here with Bob Cook from Mercy Ships. You can find out more at mercyships.org. Someone may ask, you know, why why ships? Bob explained, hey, look, it's about efficiency with Mercy Ships, a self-contained vessel, that's what it is, that allows them to bring everything they need, power, water, crew, and the hospital. Mercy Ships is also about accessibility. Did you know that over 50% of the world's population lives within 100 miles of a port city. 
can find out more at mercyships.org. Bob, do you have the factual, real-time statistics of how things are going in Senegal yes. on the Africa Mercy? I do, Danny. Uh, we're, we're very excited to finally be back in Dakar. It was uh, almost exactly two years ago that because of the virus, uh, we had to shut everything down in Dakar, Senegal, where we were, and uh, try to get our crew off. Um, and and so we are back now in Senegal. We have been there now for uh, between four and five weeks. And the latest stats that I just got today is that during that time, we have seen 54 surgeries that have been done. Many of those are maxillofacial, a lot of cleft palate surgeries. Also, women's health. We specialize in uh, fistula repair. That is a very unique thing that um, Mercy Ships helps with uh, in, in helping women who have gone through horrible um, labors for maternity situations. Their bladders are destroyed and, and we bring them on board and actually give them uh, self-respect and new life again. So we've had 54 surgeries, Danny. We've had 525 dental procedures done, and that's for 235 different patients. So dentistry is a key part of what we do also. So 525 dental procedures. But then also the exciting part, and, and sometimes people don't realize this is something we do, we bring medical professionals on board from the country where we are, and we provide further training for them. In the four to five weeks that we've been in Dakar, Senegal, Danny, we have brought 135 medical professionals from Senegal on board, providing training for them in dentistry, also in essential surgical skills, and also training in nutritional agriculture. It's something that we, we want to do. We call it medical capacity building, Danny. We, yes, we want to help provide for uh, patients that need surgery, but we also want to leave the medical field in the nation of Senegal in much better shape when we leave than it was when we came. And uh, so we're excited uh, about what we've been able to do. I will tell you that we don't have 100% of our volunteer crew. We have, I'm told, about 85%, but we're able to, to carry on. Um, you know, normally uh, we're, we're going to be able, our, our pace in a normal field services, we're going to have probably 200 surgeries per month on board the ship. We're not quite there yet, but we're getting things up to speed. We do have 1,000 surgeries scheduled between now and the end of the year, Danny, 1,000. What are the dimensions of Africa Mercy? Yes, the Africa Mercy is right at 500 feet long. That's almost two football fields long. It's got eight decks. It's got six operating rooms. It's got quarters, sleeping area, and living places for its crew of between 400 and 425 people. And so it is a massive ship. It is, it's an industrial ferry, Danny, that was retrofitted to become a hospital some 15 years ago. 
Um, and it's important to note, if you don't mind if I insert this, that, yeah, we need doctors and surgeons and dentists and all of that, but half of our crew, Danny, is non-medical. Um, that's any anyone from housekeepers to food preparers, electricians, plumbers. Uh, yeah, did I mention food preparers? And yes, teachers. We do have our uh, Mercy Academy is on board. We help, we'll have anywhere with with a full staff. We'll have anywhere between forty and sixty uh, children on board. They're they're children of staff members who come. We do have families that come as volunteers and and that's that's something that should be emphasized everyone that comes danny to serve on board the ship are volunteers even the captain of the ship is a volunteer now some come for just two or three weeks most people come for a month or two months three months or six months some people are are coming for a year and people can go to our website mercyships.org and click on the volunteers icon and they can see all the all the jobs that we are needing to recruit for and uh even more so now that we have the second ship that is just about ready to join the africa mercy in africa well take us there give us the latest update on global mercy yeah i'm excited to do that Danny, um, it, it's just a fabulous story of, of how the, the thought came years ago to the Mercy Ships uh, leaders, what would happen if we designed and built a ship from the ground up as a hospital? The Africa Mercy is actually ship number four in the 40-plus year history of Mercy Ships. All four of them were industrial ferries that were retrofitted. This ship, the Global Mercy, is the first one uh, that's entirely designed. So it's going to be much, much more efficient than our other ships. The Global Mercy is 600 feet long, so it's 100 feet longer than the Africa Mercy. It has 14 decks. It will have 200 hospital beds. I may have omitted the number of hospital beds for the Africa Mercy is 78. But on the Global Mercy, we will have 200 hospital beds, our own ICU, our own radiology, pharmacy, plus wonderful classrooms filled, Danny, with medical simulators that will help us in the world-class training of doctors and nurses, surgeons, and dentists, plus living quarters for, get this, 600-plus crew and staff. So it is a massive ship, and one of the neat things, Danny, is that God, uh, Jehovah Jireh, has provided in such a marvelous way that entire ship is already paid for, and we are so excited that none of the money that people give to mercy ships is going toward uh, purchasing the ship, because God has provided in supernatural ways, so it's a huge ship, and it spent a few months in Belgium and the Netherlands just recently uh, getting outfitted with medical equipment. But then we went to the Netherlands for uh, celebrations of all that God had done. We have wonderful people in the Netherlands who are very supportive of Mercy Ships. But on March 15th, the Global Mercy left Europe 
and it is right now, Danny, it is in the Canary Islands in Tenerife, where it's continuing being um, uh, outfitted with its medical equipment. And then in mid-May, it's supposed to sail for Dakar, Senegal in mid-May. It will come alongside the Africa Mercy. And I can assure you, Danny, all of the Mercy Ships leaders are looking forward to that day when both ships <laughs> will be side by side. There will be lots of tears and shouting and great rejoicing. And for the the time being, Danny, the, the plan is that the the Africa Mer- the global mercy, excuse me, isn't quite going to be ready for what we call a full field service where patients come on board. But we will open up the global mercy for our African medical professionals to come on board, and they will take advantage of our training theaters that we have, all of our simulators, all of our classrooms. And so we're really going to ramp that up with the idea that sometime in early 2023, the Global Mercy will be ready for a full field service. It has not been announced yet which country that will be in. I believe they're still working on some things, but that's kind of the short summary of of where we are. The Africa Mercy will be in Senegal uh, through the end of 2022, and uh, then I say, stay tuned, and <laughs> we'll let you know where where God leads everything in the in the coming 12 months. This is just miraculous to hear of God's provision. I mean, I can. You can sense your excitement, but when you talk about the Mercy Ships team, leaders, all the volunteers there on at the dock when the two ships come side <laughs> by side, what a what what a moment of rejoicing that will be! Yes, you can find out more. And I should have also stated, Danny, that one of the first things that's going to happen is they are asking African leaders from nations where we have been for the last 30 years to come together, and they're going to throw some amazing Africa celebration (laughs) there uh, just to celebrate 30 years in Africa. And and so it's going to be a a wonderful time of rejoicing with with African leaders, political and, and, uh, you know, church leaders and all of that, but it'll be a time of rejoicing. Mercyships.org. You know, I I heard Bob and Sherilyn speak. I, I saw them give a presentation. You know, he, he talked about the, the women who give birth and their, their uh, fistula operations uh, to, to uh, counteract incontinence and, and social shame and isolation and this surgery as described uh, is life-changing and this is just one of the many uh, that's why when you go to mercyships.org you can watch the videos and actually see for yourself but there 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 is a moment of celebration when they are in their (laughs) african garb and they are given these in the celebration as these women are restored uh, the, yes. the, the the celebration, the party-like atmosphere, because they have been renewed and restored. Yes. I heard it's, it costs $25 for 
uh, an yes. elegantly colorful African uh, garb. And look, you can get four of those for a hundred dollars. There are many ways <laughs> that you right. can be a part of Mercy Ships. I just sense yeah, that the Lord yeah. may be speaking to your heart in various ways. Maybe you can go, maybe you can give, and you yeah. can certainly pray. When we come back from our break, you'll hear more from Bob Cook in this our final segment. We'll have a time of prayer for you, dear friend, as you listen. Mm-hmm. Open your heart to what the Lord is doing. Hey, look. Nelson Mandela, former president of South Africa, said, I applaud mercy ships. George W. Bush, former president of the United States, described mercy ships as an inspirational example. Yes, Bob Cook is here representing mercy ships, representing Don and Dion Stevens. Find out more at mercyships.org. We'll be right back. Desperate life, aimlessly beneath the barren sky. Leave it to me, I lead you home. James 3:13 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is brought to you by generous sponsors. Thank you to Coach Dino Babers and Mrs. Susan Babers, Mr. Edmund Jung and Mrs. May Jung, Mr. Rodney Arias Sr., A1A Electrician, Cedar Assembly of God, and the Thursday Men's Breakfast, Boston. If you, your business, or your church would like to support The Good Life with Dr. Danny, please visit drdanny.live. Join our partnership team. That's drdanny.live. Thank you. with Danny Yamashiro. The Good Life Hawaii radio show is a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries, a division of Jesus Christ is Calling You. Contact Danny on Facebook and Twitter or visit him at www.thegoodlifehawaii.org. Now, let's rejoin Danny and his special guests. Yes, we're talking about mercy ships. Tony Blair, former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, stated, I am delighted to give my support to Mercy Ships. And former president of Liberia, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf said of Mercy Ships, you've touched lives. Bob Cook of Mercy Ships joins us today in this, uh, uh, a moment that God set up a few weeks ago for such a time as this, because today may be a, a day, this moment, a moment where as the Lord speaks to your heart, a moment of transformation in your life. You may be on the very cusps of that. Bob Cook, tell us the story of Tebow. <laughs> oh, man, that's a great story. 
<laughs> you caught me off guard on that one, Danny. You mean the story of our little dog that I that I tell oftentimes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back years ago, uh, we had a little pooch named Tebow, Yorkie, Yorkshire Terrier Poodle Mix, Yorkie, and uh, I would take him out on walks, Danny, and... and uh, one day I decided, hey, you know what? I play this golf course down here in southwest Springfield, Missouri, and I wonder if I could take him at dusk when the golfers are gone and see how he would do walking out there and even unleash him. So I, I began doing that, wait till all the golfers were gone, and, and uh, when I would unleash Tebow, he, he wouldn't you know, run off. I know some people have dogs that they'd never see again, but Tebow would love to run on the on the fairway and, and through the sand traps. And, and he just, he, we could tell he was just loving this and he'd turn around every few yards and, and look back to make sure that Sherilyn and I were following. And uh, so it got to be a routine, but Danny, the interesting thing that happened and the story I've shared is that um, when we would come to the 13th green, it was the, the fourth hole that we were on. Uh, Tebow began to know that, that we were coming to a, a junction, and if uh, if I pointed if if we went a certain way, it meant the walk was over and we're going back to the car. But if we went another way, we were going to continue the walk and would head over to the 14th tee box. And it was uncanny, Danny, how Tebow would come to the 13th green and he would sit down on his back haunches and he would look at me and. Um, he was waiting to see whether I would point to the right or to the left. And whichever way I pointed, he would take off. If, if I pointed to the right, he knew that, hey, we're heading back to the car. And one day, Danny, as I was approaching people, <laughs> he was looking intently at me. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke into my heart, Danny, and the Lord said, Bob, in the same way that your little dog is looking to you for direction and is ready to immediately go in the direction you're asking him to go, that's the same way I want you to be with me. And it was a, it was a transforming time, Danny. Um, and and I don't have time for the story of how God was leading us a few months later into a crucial decision that we were making. But I have told that story uh, a number of times when God simply wants us to be obedient. And it, it really, Danny, it goes back to the, to the beginning story of how Mercy Ship started. Don Stevens knew nothing about Merchant Marine, nothing about ships. He was raised in western Colorado, a thousand miles from an ocean. And, you know, wouldn't it be conventional wisdom if God wanted to use someone to do what Mercy Ships has done, wouldn't he have used someone else? But obviously, the God of the Bible is the God who, shall we say, loves to use the wrong people, <laughs> because it, it's God that gets the glory for that. Don just heard the Lord speak to his heart, didn't really understand what that meant way back in 1964, but we look back now and we see how God used a, a young 19-year-old kid who just simply heard a, a, a prayer, a cry of his heart, God 
will will say yes to that. So <laughs> that's the story of Tebow, and and I've used that story across the country, just telling people, hey, be open to what God wants you to do, and be willing to obey Him, and look intently in His Word, and be listening for the voice of His Spirit, because God loves to direct the steps of His kids. He's still that same kind of God. We we we, we need to take some time to pray. But before we do, I, I never want to miss the moment of someone who, because they are going through a very difficult time, they themselves, since we're talking about ships and boats and yeah. storms in life, yeah. Uh, yeah. if you could just remind us how important it is that Jesus yeah. gets into the boats, yeah. our boats, when, when they are in, in the midst of storms and how that relates to the glorious gospel. And then let's pray for these dear ones who are yes. maybe in this very moment struggling and even seeking the Lord's yeah. direction. Danny, I want to encourage people to look in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, the last few verses, especially uh, verses, what is it, 48, with them, and the winds died down. And, and uh you know, the Lord was in the storm, and the Lord was in Hurricane Cleo in 1964 in the midst of that storm. And so we tell people, hey, we all have storms. Every one of us, the world is in a storm right now. But the, the God of the Bible, Jesus of Nazareth, is is our Savior who wants to be in our boat. And I just tell people, hey, let him in the boat. Let him in the boat. Yeah, he may he may change some furniture around, but let him in the boat. Seek him and his righteousness and all these other things, the things that we feel we've, we've got to have. The, the Lord takes care of his kids. Uh, so let's let Jesus in the boat and seek him first. Amen. I, I want to ask you to pray. Um, and, yes. and, and as you pray, uh, speak to someone, too who may yes. at this moment want to open their heart to yes. the Lord Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, you know the hearts of each person who's listening right now. I pray for that one, that man or that woman, that young man, that young lady who has never invited you. They've never um, heard the gospel and opened their heart. May this be the time, Lord. I do believe that there's something inside every human being that is a God-shaped vacuum that only you can fill. Lord, there may be someone who's chased after so many things to try to satisfy the void. They've looked for love in all the wrong places. But today, Lord, your loving Spirit is, is wooing them to you. God, may they open their heart to the God who's always loved them. He's known them since they were in their mother's womb. Lord, may they feel your love and your acceptance. Jesus, thank you for what you did on the cross for us. You paid the price for our selfishness. Thank you that you conquered death, hell, and the grave. You rose from the dead, and you're alive today. I pray for every person who's seeking direction for their lives, Lord. I pray that you will speak into them. Guide their 
depths as we open ourselves to you, moving of your spirit, your word. As we read your word, may you speak into our hearts. Perhaps there's some, Lord, that you want to have linked with mercy ships. Let it happen, Lord. You can provide everything they need. Let it happen, I pray. Wrap your arms around every person listening. Let us know how much we are loved by you. In Jesus' name, I pray it all. Amen. 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 Dear friend, as Bob Cook prayed for you, there is an there is an overlap, an interface. There is a synthesis that goes on by the marvelous working of God's Spirit in your life right now, right where you are at this very moment. And and here's a call to respond to God and respond quickly. Bob Cook, thank you so much for sharing your precious time with us, your experiences. Thank your you, life. Denny. And by the way... What some, an honor. Thank so, you. So, someone might be saying, Tebow, Tebow, Tebow. Where, 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 did he, where did he get that name, Tebow, for his, his dog? <laughs> <laughs> what hey, Tebow are we talking about? It was about my here? wife. My <laughs> wife said, yeah, hey, we're Denver Bronco fans. <laughs> we're from Colorado. And we love Tim Tebow, not just because of his athletic ability, because he loved Jesus. And my wife, we just get this little pooch, and she says, let's name him Tebow. <laughs> and I said, well, of course, that's the perfect name. As it turns out, he was fast and he was tough. So <laughs> she picked the right very name. Very fitting, very fitting. Words of service from Bob Cook, mercyships.org. My friend, God's timing is perfect. And there's no better time than right now to share the love of Jesus with someone near you. And look, if you haven't done so, hey, this might be that perfect moment for you to open your heart to Jesus Christ. Go to drdanny.live for next steps and resources to reach family and friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Mark 6.51, then he, Jesus, climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed. It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Bob Cook, mercyships.org. Until next time, along with my producer, David Nasora, creative director, Brian Torres, web designer, Shana Kusumoto, social media director, Luke Yamashiro, and guest coordinator, Jan Yi. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Remember, the Lord is with you as you share the love of Jesus with someone today. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of The Good Life with Dr. Danny. We hope that today's program has been a blessing for you and that you may find hope in hearing how God's Word affects people from all walks of life. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a listener-supported program, and we'd like for you to prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor or donor. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. Be sure to tune in weekdays at 6 p.m. to hear The Good Life with Dr. Danny. Until next time, may God richly bless you with The Good Life.